0: Combat Ops Arena. That's what I'm talking about here today, as I do before every podcast. Go to CombatOpsArena.com As a matter of fact, I'm right there right now. As I do this, I'm looking at CombatOpsArena.com learning all about the laser tag, the laser maze, the mini bowling, the arcade and you can even have a birthday party there and you can have your corporate events and private events and all kinds of fun stuff at Combat Ops Arena and CombatOpsArena.com They're on Lay Road. They sponsor this podcast so please go check him out. All right, episode number 20 coming up. Hey, how's everybody doing? It's another fine Tuesday, which means you have uh, tuned in to another episode of the Combat Ops Arena Comets podcast. It is I, Shane Albarani, your uh, interviewer, your host, your play-by-play announcer, your, as I say all the time, all-around great guy. And here I am today, again, with another episode of this podcast. And this week, we go a little bit outside of our comfort zone, because I had a little bit of a scheduling problem, so I had to make an emergency phone call to Mr. Turner Watson. Turner Watson, if you don't know, if you don't go to a lot of games, he is the guy behind the microphone. He is the guy running all of those contests, doing all the announcements and and stuff like that from the ISO. Uh, Don't confuse him with our PA announcer Larry Schmidt, uh, but uh, Turner is the guy on the mic and he's also in front of the camera an awful lot. So this was a fun talk because uh, Turner goes way back in the radio business here in Fort Wayne. Of course, he was the host of his own radio show back on the bear back in the day and Turner and I go way back. So this was a fun uh, conversation because it Was a chance to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit and see exactly what goes on uh, on a game day for the Fort Wayne Comets. So here we go, me and Turner Watson. Okay, let's see uh, how quickly the wheels can fall off this one. Okay. All right, uh, Turner Watson. Uh, Not your your typical guest on this podcast, but I I had to go to the bullpen today. I was going to say, who canceled? (laughs) (laughs) That'll that'll be a later episode. Uh But, uh, yeah, Yeah. you you were my emergency backup today, so you got the e-bug call.
1: Yeah, I was sitting there. I checked in downstairs, and Coach Gary's there, and he's like, oh, hey, what brings you around? I said, well, somebody must have quit on Shane. That's what. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Ah. But anyway, t- Turner. I'm here to help. There you go. So Turner Watson, you're
0: you're a. F- are you the hype man? Is that your official title?
1: That's what I'd say. I'm, me, uh, myself, and Chelsea were that the hype personnel. Yeah. See, it's 2019. You can't get to <laughs> labels. Who, who likes labels? I identify as a hype man. How About that.
0: A hype man. You do you know. a great job with the, uh, the the sponsor of this show, the Combat Ops Arena. When you mm-hmm. shoot the balls up in the crowd, mm-hmm. that seems to be uh, your favorite.
1: Well, that's one that we uh, and they actually. The, the way it, it's worked out is I've been doing that for the most part, you know, and it's the first thing we do usually um, uh, in a period. Uh, last week, at some point though, I looked down and, and they had Chelsea doing it. I was like <laughs> 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 What? What? <laughs> what? A girl? But she's great, and uh, it was perfect. No. <laughs> I learned. I've learned this whole thing from her, so she she she, she can actually. Uh, I don't know if she listens to this or not, but Chelsea, if you want to do these all. You go right for it. You, anything. You know, any ant's <laughs> pretzels, any of our sponsors, I'll let her have first dibs. <laughs>
0: so so how does this, uh, how is this divvied up? So how do you get to, to be chosen as uh, the guy who does a certain contest well. or an intermission or whatever?
1: Aubrey, who, uh, who puts together the game night program, does a pretty good job of, of having things. When we show up, we know pretty much, all right, we're doing this one, this period, doing that, this period. We're going to Section 215 for this. We're doing Section 225 for that one. Uh, And we have it all lined out. However, there are times when, you know, if during the first uh, intermission we're doing um, a a certain thing that uh, Chelsea or I have to do the PA for out on the ice, and we're doing the TV spot down there in 231. That's where we do our setup now. And we look up and it's, you know, 25 seconds left in the period. We still haven't done the crazy pins bowling with Icy. I'll say, hey, you want to do that? She, yeah, go. And she just sprints down the length of the, uh, <laughs> the corridor. And the red jackets are going, you got to walk. We say, nope, sorry. See ya. I got a microphone. See, got a microphone. I'm, I'm important. Uh, so, yeah, we wing it. We, we, we play it by ear. But usually uh, they have a pretty good idea of what's going on.
0: Uh, so people don't realize how much really goes into a game night. And, uh, you know, you go to other arenas, they, they probably have more personnel. So we here in Fort Wayne, we might have, you know, a, a few less. So it's like and we have such a big arena and so much stuff going on that people don't realize oh, how, how hard it is to pull this all together on a nightly basis.
1: And the interns, the guys, okay, just consider that when you go to a, a, a comic game, especially say like we're playing our, our friends from Toledo. And one of the, on the between period things we like to do is whack a walleye. You know the kids, the the, the interns are out there. They got the walleye fish heads on, and people are just whacking them like whack-a-moles. Well, one of the kids, that's one of the one of the walleyes, also might have been the orange goalie in the goalie (laughs) race, and he's the guy that in 15 (laughs) minutes has to go and do the combat ops. You know, the Gun shooting the things into the crowd. So those kids are working their tails off. Bless their hearts. They're 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 a great crew. Everybody everybody there from from I C to to Logan and and all the other guys that uh, help out behind the scenes. That's great. So, multiple
0: people are doing multiple things. Mm-hmm. So, when you see, right, you, like you said, someone in the walleye suit or someone uh, in the goalie race. Now, in the goalie races, do you, uh, is there any betting interest there? Well, I don't know. Because those about are that. so popular. They
1: are. They, so certain, <laughs> I'll just say this certain interns take it a lot more seriously yeah. than others. Uh, and a lot of them are soccer guys, which is why you see somebody like slide tackles from behind you know and stuff <laughs> which is completely illegal uh, I, I want to tell the story and he's he, I don't know if he's going to like this or not but Mitch one of our yes. behind the scenes yes locals, he uh, came out of retirement I guess to do one of the goalie <laughs> races a couple of weeks ago and uh, fell down busted his face for what was that, I think 16 stitches yeah it was, it was pretty gruesome yeah, the first stitches he's ever taken and they're right across his forehead, you know, right over his <laughs> eyebrows. It's like, oh, poor guy. But he was a champ. I mean, but it's just, yeah, they, they, the kids are suffering. So, yeah, craft. so this yeah. is
0: actually dangerous. So when you see him down there, when you see mm-hmm. anything, anything can go wrong. I mean, it's a live show. It's just like yeah, any yeah, other, any, a concert, a play, anything. Anything can go wrong.
1: Yeah, we're just more, I'm, I'm more concerned about, you know, make sure you say the right haircut place, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or whatever. It's like, oh, no. Uh, but so far we've, uh, we've been... We've got, and then you get Scott Sprott um, in the Comet's office, you know, whispering in her earpieces, you know, <laughs> don't ever let that happen again. So not
0: only do you, uh, you know, you've got a schedule, you've got somebody barking mm-hmm. in your ear, you've got fans around you. So there's a lot going on when mm-hmm. you've got to hit that microphone and just start talking.
1: Yeah, it is. And, you know, like you and I, you know, like, like you, uh, I, you know w- when we first met, you know, years ago uh, working for um, uh, local radio, we can say Federated Media. Yeah, can't we, we can do that. Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know w- that—that's. Uh, I think uh, training and, and getting used to doing radio, uh, whether it's on the, the, the on-air side or the sales side or promotion side, you know, th- things are always I- in flux, and you're always having to kind of adapt, improvise, and overcome. And I think that that has served me well in this capacity, because yeah, you might say, you know, you might get a thing in your ear. Hey, we're scrapping that Bowling with icy. We're doing uh, we're doing something else. Okay, cool. Or we'll show up the night of, <laughs> and Aubrey'll come up to go hi. Can I grab you and Chelsea for a second? And say, uh-oh, what? Because <laughs> we're not doing this one thing that we planned all week. We're doing something else. So okay, well, there we go. But uh, like I said, everybody does such a great job. And, and has so. It's fun. If it wasn't fun, you know, I'd. I'd no offense, I'd rather be sitting with my family watching yeah. the game, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather sitting there and having a beer and, and, and watching the game and, and cursing at the players, <laughs> you know, as everybody <laughs> else does. Um, but I have so much fun doing uh, the other stuff that, you know, uh, I, I would I would hate to see it go away. So going back to how
0: you got this crazy job, you were an old radio guy just like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those of you familiar with Turner Watson's work, it goes all the way back to uh, when was that? When it was we were... tw-
1: 2004. Moved here um, 2004. Um, we did the morning show at 98.9 The Bear, the TNT Morning Show. Uh, and so that's how I met uh, Mr. Sproat from the Comets. We used to have the Comet guys come in back in the old days. We were talking about Adam Lewis. And yeah, I was going to ask you who yeah, you had in the like studio that. back Sean in the day. Sean God, I love yeah. Sean. Uh, Frenchie. Still see uh, w- when he sometimes when he comes to town with one uh, of the like the Wichita. Team yeah, or Kevin Saint Peter, yep. That's who we're talking yep. about. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so those guys were great. So I got to know uh, Scott through that. And a couple of years ago, he said, "You know, hey, how many games do you think you go to a, a year?" I said, "I don't know." At that point, like fifteen or whatever. He goes, I said, but we're getting season tickets next year. Said, well, don't worry about that. I'll take care of that if you do something for me. I was like, well, okay. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Am I, do you need somebody to wrap sticks? You need to a tape guy. <laughs> um, and so that was it. He said, well, here's here's what I got in mind. And so uh, yeah, that was it. And it's been a couple years now. So um, it's when I first started. Chelsea was hinting at maybe she wanted to retire, step away from it. So I was like, "Well, okay, I guess it's, I'm just going to be trained." But now I don't think she is. I think she's seen what a bad job I do. She's like, <laughs> "I can't leave. I can't do that. i have going to stick around." You can't leave this to this yeah, guy. Yeah, this, this moron. My, <laughs> my legacy will be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to go <laughs> onto the comments, uh, the, the Facebook page, and have them just you know, it about know what <laughs> bad MCs we have.
0: But do you ever get that? I mean, you're kind of a personality. I mean, everybody knows you, no, not just from the radio, but well, from, from the hockey games. But do you funny. ever get chirped yourself?
1: Uh, I don't get really get chirped. What I get is sometimes people that don't realize I haven't been in, doing radio for right. like five years now. And They say, hey, man, I love your radio show. Hey, great. <laughs> <laughs> Something I don't know. But, you know, um, the other thing is, uh, it's, hey, man, you're doing a great job. Hey, thanks. Uh, How come you never come to my section? Well... <laughs> Are you in your seat for the entire game? Because I know we've been to your section. Well, just every time it seems like you're always in one of the other ones. Well, sorry. <laughs> do you ever get up and go to the bathroom? Yep, that's when we're going to your <laughs> section. <laughs> Standing in line for beer. Yep, that's when we're in your section. Sorry, buddy. No, it's it's fun. It's great. And if if we do get chirped, and we probably deserve it, but so far I haven't. <laughs> now that I say that, oh my God, <laughs> we're gonna show up Wednesday, you know, tonight's game or whatever it is, and say, you know, hey. uh, Heard you talking about that podcast yet? You suck. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Here's your pretzel. <laughs>
0: but you're the guy who has all all the all the uh, goodies too, so you can smooth. Well,
1: that out. is true. I mean, you got to keep you got to be nice to the guy that's <laughs> handing out the treats, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, it's it's kind of like, I mean, you know, back in the radio, obviously, it was uh mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. I mean, it's show business. It's just like anything else.
1: Yeah, we it, it is show business. It's total show business. Um the and and this year we were kind of nervous we're just kind of starting to i think scratch the surface too though um they put in the new video board and they said we're going to have you guys being on camera a lot more we're like oh god (laughs) (laughs) are you sure (laughs) i mean chelsea i get it the kelly uh the kelly Autobody girl's fine icy sure that that makes sense you know seeing me (laughs) up close and high definition that's nobody wants that but um so they're trying to—they're they're starting to incorporate a lot more stuff, and you know they had—you know—with that new board, they banked like a thousand new bits and overlays and things like that and animations and everything. And they—they haven't even really scratched the surface. So, uh, but we're also kind of like we got this new toy and all this new technology, and we're just kind of playing with it.
0: But also, when you do that stuff, and you pick somebody out of the crowd, you know, you know, we're used to being in front of cameras and have uh-huh. microphones in our face, but, you know, it sounds like a good idea at the time, oh, but as yeah. soon as it goes, as yeah. soon as that, the camera goes on, they freeze up, but you've got to be the guy to save the
1: day. Yeah, well, we had, and there was a little girl, uh, gosh, she was great. She ended up being great for the uh, it's hockey night in Fort Wayne that we do at the beginning, and she signed up. She had to be four or five. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, but she seemed really enthusiastic. Well, by the time I walked down there, and they're doing the warm-ups, and the, the pucks are hitting the glass, like, like, hard. And if you've ever stood there behind the net while they're doing the yeah. warm-ups, you know, they're, they're just firing those things in there. And I always say, hey, if you guys hit the net, you know, hit the net, <laughs> you know? That way you don't scare <laughs> everybody. But they don't hit the net all the time. There's no bam, bam, these big, you know, pucks hitting the glass at, you know, 70, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, and so she's, I come around the corner, and she's just terrified. And her mom is just sitting there, and it's like, oh, boy, we might have to find somebody else. But I just got down, uh, sat down on the ground next to her and said, hey, you know, because she was wearing, I was wearing my my Lucky Comet shoes, which are these, um, not the orange ones you buy in China. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the actual, they're the leopard print, they're, they're like leopard skin, like um, uh, Brian, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian uh, Setzer kind of okay. shoes. You know, yeah, stray cats. So uh, they're the leopard print, so she had like a, a leopard print, you know, pants or something like that or whatever. Um as four-year-olds do, and uh, so I said, you know, hey, we both have we have the same kind of print, you know, and everything. I start, start, started talking to her. She mellowed out. She got really, she kind of became comfortable with it. And then it was like, well, let's go up here and look out, see see what these guys are doing at the warm ups And so she got over it. She was ah, she was fine. So some of them do take a little bit of coaxing, a little work, or whatever. But um, I think most people are hams. Kids today, they all want to be YouTube sensations. Yeah. They all want to be on the. V- they want to be on TV or whatever because th- they think that makes them <laughs> famous somehow. Uh, so most of them are okay. You know, you figure if a kid signs up, if a kid's got the gumption to come up and sign up for something and by God, we're going to let them rip, you know,
0: (laughs) but you also get nervous when you get somebody uh, in front of the camera and you're thinking, Oh, what if this guy does something a little off color or certain, you know, there's no dump button when you're doing a live show like that. (laughs) Right.
1: Here is, um, Oh, I, I thought I was going to be in trouble one time. Uh, I think it was this year. When they started doing the big, uh, the big hockey, you know, with the big inflatable yes. sticks and stuff like that, uh, because and and, and it, if you need to edit this, let me know. It's, it's, it's kind of a bad <laughs> word. Well, it just depends. Anyway, so these these kids are. I'm on the ice, standing on the ice, and these kids, probably many of them had beers, and, okay. h- and they're out there <laughs> playing the hockey, and they get in the way, and there's, they're just slipping and sliding, and the balls going everywhere, and these kids. Uh, it's like a herd of, like, buffalo comes just, like, towards you. <laughs> like, oh, God. So uh, as they did this, and I tried to, I slipped onto the bench to try to get out of the way. Yeah. And I said, you know, oh, hell. <laughs> and I was like, and it goes out over the <coughs> PA and everything. Yeah. And I thought for sure, oh, no, I want to get a talking to. Oh, that's bad. Because it is, a fr- we do keep it, we try right. to keep it P, you know, right. PG at the worst. Usually right. usually rated G. And so I said said that word, and I was like, oh. And nobody ever said a word about it. Never right. Ever. I was like, they probably figured, you know, sproat probably won't. Heck, 'cause that's the worst thing that comes out of your mouth, <laughs> we're in good shape. It's so, all right. Uh but yeah, you, know, you you do worry. You know, when when you got these guys doing the the uh, cash spots, you know, thing where they're shooting the puck at the yeah. net or whatever. You know, is one of them gonna just mm, say right. a bad word because he misses what it was, Whoops, sorry. Uh but yeah, we've been fortunate. Now that again, we've said that. We've opened up that you know, can of worms. Now somebody's gonna come out of there, yeah it's just gonna be the nope. <laughs> so you, you've escaped serious injury so
0: far, right? Oh,
1: God, yeah. So, so far. <laughs> thanks, Shane. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> no, it's going to, uh, somebody, oh, so we're, we're, the comments are on the road for St. Patrick's Day this year, but, you know, they, they people have asked me, because I have worn my kilt when I was just a civilian going yeah. to the games, worn my kilt out there. It was a Scottish kilt. I got married in a kilt. I wear a kilt periodically. Um, wore it to my son's uh, games at Notre Dame uh, last year for a, a, a tournament. Uh, and, and so, you know, it's like a, I, I wear a kilt, but you ought to wear one, you know, out on the ice. It's, no, no, I shouldn't. Because that will be the time. That is when I will bust it. I will lose my, you know, my feet will go right out from under me and everybody will get a show.
0: And, and you're, you're a, a traditionalist. So you're cool you're and breezy have under there, to. right?
1: Have to. Well, as cool and breezy as you can be with nine <laughs> yards of wool wrapped around your waist. You ever gotten out of a shower and put the towel around? That's what it is. It's like that, like all day. It's not fresh. Okay. We could, we could edit this out in post. So th- <laughs> oh, no, this is a podcast. This all stays in. <laughs> okay, this great. This is fantastic. Fantastic. So.
0: Yeah. So going back to your radio days. Yep. So radio, I mean, obviously people still remember you from the radio if they're still thinking mm. you're still on the air.
1: Or hear me on those TV, <laughs> TV commercials for shoe manufacturers and stuff, you know. But, no, uh, I mean, radio was, you know, it's, it it's a fun thing. It, and it, it's a blast. Um, it's uh, I like to say it, it's a game for the young. Right. Um. I did radio from the time I was, you know, graduated college. I was uh, 23 when I got my first radio gig down in uh, Mount Vernon, Indiana. Uh, worked my way up to a, a program director gig there at a rock station in Evansville. Uh, went to North Carolina for a while, lived there, and then came up here in 2004 to have kids, essentially. You know, I was like, well, let's move back to the Midwest, the yeah. wife and I. Let's, let's, let's go. W- I tell you what, it's tough to give up living, you know, 35 minutes from the beach yeah. uh, to come back to this. But. You know, we had friend of your, my father in law lives in South Haven, Michigan. Uh, my parents live in southern Indiana still. So it was like it was perfect. So I did the radio, uh, the morning show there from 20 2004 to about 2010, I think. Then got replaced by Bob and Tom. They put me on middays, and then in 2014. Uh, was told uh, to leave so I did <laughs> nicely <laughs> right nicely. Oh, but it was a case of it uh, I was I was ready to go yeah I, I was sure. I was done sure. I, I was burned out and I was not having a good time and when you don't have a good time that's when it's time to, to right. look elsewhere. you got to do something else because if you're not having fun at your job then find another job <laughs> there are other jobs out there absolutely right Absolutely. Um, like uh say say you work at a uh, uh advertising agency and a, a gig comes up that you really love. <laughs> <laughs> so you leave to go do that gig and take over for a legend like Bob Chase. And then uh you hire your old but you call your old buddy Turner to come and take your job. Yeah, I know it happens. Um <laughs>
0: Well, that that wasn't subtle. No. But uh, <laughs> to make a long story short, yeah. yes, I was an advertising copywriter for a long, 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 long time, and when I uh, finally came over and replaced Bob Chase full time, mm-hmm. the only guy who I wanted to replace me because we're talking about legacies here, oh, I knew boy. somebody who had to oh, be able to boy. continue it. He was the first guy I called to replace me. So oh. there you go.
1: Yeah, well, actually, what you called you called sniffing around to see if I knew anybody else. <laughs> and then the-
0: I did it very subtly. Right, right. And yeah. then I yeah. said, "What about me? You, yeah. Well,
1: you're the one I wanted." Right. But yeah, well, that's very nice. <laughs> it's just like you wanted me to be the first guy on your podcast today. I didn't have anybody <laughs> else in mind. <laughs> no. No. Mike, Mike not available. God, let's call <laughs> Turner. <laughs> Turner will do a good job. Oh, I mean, uh, you know, you do uh, did
0: crazy stuff on there on the radio. Yeah. I mean, though, on the morning shows. So, uh, yeah, well, you know, is. I knew you'd be a good guy to come in and, and fill in and be able to ad lib this thing.
1: I want to. Yeah, I, I want to sometime. <laughs> I want to be your your color guy to do a game, you know, because in all seriousness, yes, Um. Uh, I know Robbie's, you know, been the go-to guy forever and ever, but uh, I just, because um, when I uh, worked in radio down in Evansville for a while, I got to, we had public access TV covered some of the local yeah. men's league games, and I got to do a play-by-play on it, because I was the only guy that knew the game of hockey, <laughs> it's like, you know, and I'd done high school basketball games and stuff, so I was like, yes, um... But I'd love it because and I take it so I take it seriously. It's yeah. like if people say, "Oh, it would be the color guy, he's going to be telling funny jokes, <laughs> <laughs> doing funny voices." No, it would be. Uh, I would. Oh God, it would be great. So yeah, I- if that ever comes up, I mean, podcasts are great. I'll do these all day. In fact, okay. we should we should do these all. Day. We well, do I think should be every day. day. I, mean, oh I mean, it's God. our own morning show. Too much. Oh God. Yeah, get that rumor started. We, we can do. Uh. Uh.
0: I don't know. We can call it Comet Talk. Uh. A. M. Or. Uh,
1: we could call it. Um, Hot ice. No, that's taken. (laughs) That's taken. Uh, No, we're lukewarm ice. That's what we would (laughs) We call it tepid glass of water that won't freeze and just is somehow still too warm to be refreshing. That's that's too long. That's too long a time. You're a copywriter. You know that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, uh, you know, go
0: back to – let's tell some uh, old radio stories. Let's go back and talk about your your bear days, and that's when, you know – uh, the Bear has always been a radio station here in town. That's probably been the nuttiest, right? Uh, um, for a very long time, and you were smack dab in the middle of that for a
1: long it time. It was. It was great. Uh, I, I had so many great experiences doing that job. And um, one of the things that, it, it, and again, if, it ha- if I hadn't done that job, I wouldn't be doing the hype stuff for the yeah. Comets now, um, because uh, again, getting to g- know guys like Scott Sproat, um, who's you know, again, can I just say without kissing his butt too much, you know, what a great dude. You know, everybody with this organization, top to bottom, uh, you know, sometimes you you work with a bunch of people or whatever, and there's one or two guys you just don't quite get along with whatever. These guys have been so great. Everybody, everybody. Um, So anyway, uh, but I also got to know some of the comments. And I mentioned it. I don't want to throw anybody's names out there. But (laughs) let's just say (laughs) around the 2004, 2005 season, uh, some of the guys were getting married. There were... um, you know, there were there were parties, there were things happened uh, wherein uh, I got invited along, you know, with... Uh yeah. And it, w- it was so weird because, you know, I'd, we'd go out to this bar, we'd go to C, s- uh, C Street or something like that with some of these different guys from, from that time period. Again, I'm not going to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> um, Buy the book later <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> One of them might have rhymed with Manny Pewert <laughs> But... Uh. No, but uh, th- th- just uh, great guys. Um, and then you know, all of a sudden... We go to this bar and sitting over there, back when you could still smoke inside or whatever, sitting at a table having a cigarette, is like Justin Cohn. It's like, how did he know we were going to be here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> that's his job. He follows <laughs> us around and he writes about us. And then so Cohen would end up being on the radio show too, uh, Cohen on the phone. And he told me an interesting story. but I saw Justin up in the press box uh, a few weeks ago, he said that he had called. It was when Jackson Leaf, when, when the, yeah. uh, the, the beasts were in town. You know, Jackson Leaf, d- Jad, uh, his dad, uh, Ron, great guy, too. Got to love Ron Leaf. Uh, and he teaches kids out here at the rink, you know, how to yeah. shoot and stuff. Uh, anyway, so Cone said, yeah, I had to call uh, Chalker to ask him about Jackson Leaf, about getting an interview or whatever. So he said, as, as I called him up, and he said, oh, it's Cone on the phone, which was the uh, old right. segment that we had on right. the Bear. And I was like, holy crap, how does Chalk still remember stuff like <laughs> that? You know, how is that even a thing? I, I forgot. I tried to forget everything, and I couldn't. <laughs> But you see, but, uh, you know, people,
0: you know, radio is one of those things where it seems like it's in the background of everything. It is. And you don't realize how many people still remember you and and still doing things and they still think and...
1: People, people, uh, you said exactly right, uh, radio is for a lot of people, it's like wallpaper. Yeah. It's that you notice it when it's really bad. Right. But when it's doing its job, it kind of just is there, right? But you still see it all the time. So it you know, I don't know, it it, it it's things soak in I guess uh, through osmosis. You know, you you're exposed to something long enough. Uh the thing about radio is it it's um it is still boggled it w- it would boggle my mind and maybe it's just cuz it's a Fort Wayne thing. Uh when people would ask like for an autograph. Right. Cuz I'm like um I <laughs> I just play Metallica and tell dirty <laughs> jokes. You know, that's that's what I do. <laughs> you know, every now and then we read uh the weather. You know, it, it, it's yeah. And, and maybe it, it might be different now because there is podcasting, because YouTube yeah. is so big and everything else, the radio is even a smaller piece of that pie. But back then, maybe eh, I don't know. Eh, but you know what? You always uh, we always tried to be very gracious about that. The first time I had that happen, I kind of blew it off. <laughs> yeah, right. Like my <laughs> autograph. And one of the guys that had worked here at the bear before me said, um, "Yeah, don't you know, but you got to understand for this guy, that's you know from Hicksville, Ohio or whatever, yeah. he's never going to meet Brad Pitt. Right. He's not going to get to hang out with uh, Lars from Metallica. So you know, th- this guy looks at you like the gatekeeper. You know, like, yeah. like Radio is 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 the gatekeeper. We're the guys. We're the roadies. You know, yeah. we, we can introduce. We did the interview with the guys from Corn, but we're not in Corn. Right. You know, we had we had we had what's it? Uh, Sean Astin. You know, Rudy, Lord of the Rings. We had, did a, did an interview with him during the 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 twenty twelve whatever is presidential campaign, you know like we I, I got to mayor interview Mayor Ed Koch from from New York yeah. City one time, why I don't know he had a book or something <laughs> you know, but it's <laughs> like so we get to we get to touch into that world we're not in it right you know uh, but you know to Joe Schmo, who just follows these guys on Twitter or whatever i guess it's, it's a pretty big deal, so you know good, so uh, I guess long story short, kids if you're in radio and and somebody asks for your autograph, be nice about it, and if it's a girl, uh she might want you to autograph stuff that
0: <laughs> so in just, a way yeah. you kind of are a rock star.
1: We'll <laughs> leave it at that.
0: So uh, I've seen you know, things. The, the, Shane, I've th- seen things. Yeah. I mean the new uh, you know
1: the Motley Crew movie's coming out, yep. so just watch that and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it in a nutshell. That's it's working at 98, ninety to bear it's like that only getting up earlier. Right yeah. It's like it's all the hangover but you know n- less less rest even <sighs> so
0: uh, so do you have any I mean, favorite celebrities that you met doing, doing um, radio?
1: When uh, I tell you that one of the the coolest things um, was it, it, two things. What the, the biggest I think stars I ever met um, were wh- back when I worked in Evansville, and we got to meet Aerosmith. This is back when Aerosmith was really big yeah. too, like in the, the late nineties, around two thousand ish. And um, a lot of times, when you know, people that don't know how radio works, a lot of times when you have a quote meet and greet, it's basically just. They, they're sitting at a table. You walk by, you get an autograph, maybe a photo, and then they, 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 they usher you out. It's yep. like an assembly line or whatever. Like, all right, keep moving, keep moving. Take a picture. Um, this was a pre-show uh, uh, meet and greet, and it was as close to a Wayne's World experience as I've ever had. <laughs> um, we go in there, and the, uh, the Aerosmith guys come out, and they line up. Excuse me. And we take photos and everything. And then they just mill around with us, and there are bowls of snacks, and there are soft drinks and everything, and people are just... It's like being at, at Showbiz right. know, or, or, or um, Chuck E. Cheese, but it's, you know, less games and more Aerosmith. So just walking around and having some... I- I- it just be surreal to be sitting there just talking to Steven Tyler, who, by the way, comes up to, like, my clavicle. I mean, he's <laughs> short. The guy's, like, four foot eleven <laughs> or something. Talking to guys like that, and you know, hey, man, what's going on? I really like your shirt. I say, you know, yeah, dude, you're cool. Say, you know, maybe we should trade. They say, well, okay, sure, I'll take your mesh. <laughs> leather vest thing, or whatever you're wearing. I'll wear that the rest of the night. You, know, you can wear my radio station shirt. Uh, so that was really cool. But then some uh, uh, some really weird things happened when I came here to uh, Fort Wayne. Not long after we started doing the morning show, there was this, uh, uh, one of the agencies, sports agencies got hacked or whatever. And the the phone numbers for all of these athletes and yeah. all these people d- hit, the, hit the the internet or whatever. And we got Mike Ruzioni's number. I remember calling. I'm like nervous. Should we call him? Yeah, let's call Mike Russo. Let's call Russo. <laughs> so, and it was right before. It was right about when Miracle, the movie, was coming yeah. out too. So it was perfect timing. I remember calling and leaving a message and realized that it was his home phone. So I'm in the middle of leaving this message. You know, hey, this is Michael, This is Michael. You know, leave a message. Like, like that was yeah. it. Like it wasn't like you know you reached the offices of Mike Russo you know, right. he was working for Boston College or somebody at that point, point. and. um so I called him, and, and, and like halfway through, he picks up and he know, hello? I said, hi, yeah, is this <laughs> Mr. Ruzi? Yeah, this is Mike. Who's this? And I was like, oh, my God. I said, hey. He said, well, I'll tell you what. Here's my office number. Call me tomorrow. We'll set something yeah. up. I said, great. I mean, you're just as gracious as you could be. Just the nicest guy in the world. I just called him at his home. And then I also started realize it might have been like, like the 12th guy to do that that day, <laughs> you know, because everybody had the same number. <laughs> um so we called. Uh, so we called him up, and he he did uh, a couple of interviews with us. We, we we talked a couple times. We talked to him when the movie was coming out, and we talked to him um, when uh, the NHL playoffs were getting ready to start. You know, and got his takes and everything. Of course, you know he's a Boston guy. A lot yeah. of Bruins are gonna be huge, and uh, he was just what a great guy. He asked him, you know, did did Kurt Russell do a really good Herb Brooks? And he said, I tell you what, Herb, Br- he, his Kurt, his Herbie made real Herbie look. I mean. It was a teddy bear compared to the real thing. So <laughs> really? So, oh, yeah. So said, was, was brutal. But we knew that, you know, he, he knew what he was doing. And so we just trusted in it. And we didn't like it all the time, but we did it. So that was great. <laughs> and then Brian Engblom, um, f- you know, five-time sta- five Stanley Cup winner. Um, my buddy Nick loves this story. He, he came into, he came to town to, uh, to see the Comets during the lockout. Yeah, meeting. I remember yep. that. Yeah. And yeah. we're out in the Bud Suite and everything. And just, God, what a great guy. Oh, the best guy in the world. Because he was doing color for the uh, blue jackets at that point point. and uh we just talked about it and, and i asked him i said so how how different i think it was uhl at that point yes so how much difference is there between these guys really and the nhl he said i tell you what he said these guys if these guys were two or three inches taller or a step or two faster they're there he said that that's how close it really yeah. is that that's how hard it is to get to the nhl if you're not if, you, if the, the guy that's just as fast as you has an extra inch of reach on his stick he makes it and you don't. Yeah, and and that's how close it is. Um, but so we talked about a lot of fascinating hockey stuff, and then I kept his number. <laughs> and then <laughs> this was, I think, it must have been like 2006 because Edmonton was headed to the playoffs. I'm an Edmonton Oilers fan, and they were headed to the. Uh, they were actually made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, where they would lose to Carolina eventually. But I remember I had had some some cocktails <laughs> with some friends at a bar, watching, <laughs> them, watching the game, watching them win and uh, punch their ticket in the Stanley Cup. So I call up Engblum. I am going to call Engblum up. And talk to him. So I'm, you know, hey, Brian. Say, hey, what's going on? Is this Turner? Yeah. So I start talking. I said, Emmits yeah, in the finals. This, I've been waiting for this t- since 1990. Blah, blah, blah. think it's Turner, I'm getting ready to go on the air. But <laughs> 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 well, why don't I call you tomorrow? And we'll call you a show and we'll do a thing. It's all right, great. That sounds great. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what like, did I know. just do? Oh no! But, it but like, did he call? And then he did. He did. He, <laughs> did. he called. We did it. We did another segment And I think after that, he must have just blocked me completely. <laughs> he has to. I would. I haven't even had the the, the temerity to call that number again. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it's still on my phone. It's probably he changed it long since. Oh, it's that Watson guy again. He's probably drunk. He's watching hockey. He said, no. (laughs) Uh, But you're also
0: a hockey guy, which is also important that uh, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, it makes it even better that you are a hockey guy and you understand everything that's going on, you know, aside from just the showbiz part, you know. You you know a lot about the game as well. Yeah,
1: I I think so. I played it for 30, golly, I I can't remember now. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you how old I am. Um, You know, but I, and I've got two kids that play it. and I help coach and everything. And I just I, I love being around the game. I love the people. I mean, hockey is the greatest sport in the world, not only uh, from a, a participation standpoint, but to watch, and just the families and the way that they come together. I mean, you look like look at the Humboldt Broncos thing. Yeah. You know, um, it's just uh, it, it's it really is an extended family. Everybody everybody that goes to a Comets game every it has something invested in that game. Uh, it's it's more than a game. I think to a lot of people and uh, it is to me uh, it, it's just it's life I mean you, you see the, the bumper sticker and it's a uh, cliche but it's true hockey is life it is metaphor for life it is uh, it is something that has to be done with passion you know uh, skill and passion and 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 hard work those three things will get you far in, in hockey and I think they will in life, too. So, yeah, I'd love it.
0: And it's, uh, you also have another perspective because you do get to talk to a lot of fans. Mm. And you do realize how passionate these people are. Oh, yeah. And how, uh, you know, you don't want to take away from any other fan base, but I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, Fort Wayne it, fans there's, there's, are just the no, best. There's no comparison. There's yeah. no
1: comparison. The, the only thing I could imagine, you know, like if you are a, uh, a, a Swift Current Broncos yeah. family, you know, or, or fan. You know, in, uh, or, or another Canadian junior team, maybe. But even then, because they turn over so quickly, you know, the, and, and the kids come and go. But you love to watch them go and, and play in the show yeah. or whatever. Um, but the only thing that would even come close, and people are going to rake me over the coals for saying this, is English soccer. Yeah. You know, those fans. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the passion so behind say it. Say what you yeah. will about the sport. Right. The but the fans. The fans, right. just the, the insane passion of it uh, and, and I think that that's yeah hockey hockey players in general hockey people in general uh, and fans are, are the most passionate I think in the world um, a- and I think in Fort Wayne just the tradition just the number of years that this franchise has been around um, and we've had some guys you know leave here and, and have a cup of coffee you know yeah. in, the, in the NHL yeah um, you know I think that's that's great uh, a- a- and boy they take it hard when, when things don't <laughs> go well but at least, I, I think that there's a sense of humor developing, though, about <laughs> it. You know, you have a bad game. Like, l- I'm not going to bring up what happened in Toledo. But, <laughs> you know, you, you see <laughs> online, it, there, there's a lot of venom and there's a lot of, you know, animosity and disappointment. And the fans are, uh, are, are expressive of that. But there's also a lot of, well... <laughs> you know right. like 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 making jokes about sure. it. I was like, Well that's one way to make sure you don't get called up to the AHL. Well <laughs> I
0: mean sometimes right. you you gotta take that approach. Well, yeah,
1: and you have to sometimes you just when you're whooped you're whooped. And you just got just gotta get through it. <laughs> you you know? have to, right, right. Take gonna, it and, and flush is, it and go down. Yeah, there's no positive side to this. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's no there's no lesson here. Um but you know, it, i and I, maybe that's something that's changed because of social media. You know, it yeah. used to be guys would just go out and tailgate behind the, before the comedy yeah. games. And afterwards, they'd they'd gripe and moan to each other over their beers or whatever. Um, And now you can do it in real time. Yeah. You could tweet about it. Oh, my God. What was he thinking? You know, (laughs) he should have had that or whatever. Another dumb penalty by so-and-so. You know, and, and you see it. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I think it makes uh, the people more invested. Yeah. They feel like they really are now part of the game, instead of just sitting back and spectating.
0: Now, you're, I mean, you're obviously a fan of the comments too. Do you find yourself t- sometimes watching the game? You're like, oh, I need to turn oh, on the microphone ab- and do something. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, <laughs> I do. Absolutely. I, I have been there staring through the glass, you know, on a power play or whatever, and, and somebody say, turn, turner, turner. what? <laughs> oh, God, it's time for the uh, Coney Island seat of the game. All right. Yeah, you do, uh, and that is the only the only drawback to this gig is that uh, or, or or I'll miss something. I'll right. be in the middle of doing something, and all of a sudden I hear the goal horn or whatever. So, what happened? Is somebody say, "Oh, that was a beautiful play." <laughs> no, <laughs> what happened? I missed it. Sidlaski again? What? You know, it's <laughs> good. So, well, this is fun. This is a good time. Yeah, this is a good time. I appreciate so. you coming. Next time, I'm bringing a six pack.
0: <laughs> a six pack of what? <laughs>
1: Of soft drinks. There you go. Soft drinks, of course. Come on.
0: I don't know. You're an old radio guy, boy. <laughs> be it, being in the radio for as yeah. long as I have. I'm
1: an old radio guy, but I'm also uh, a guy who has two kids that have to get up and be at the rink at like seven in the morning sometimes. So it's like you know, you pick your battles, Shader. Yeah. You yes. Pick your battles. I
0: mean, we're we're both walking bad examples of. Oh yeah. Scene. Oh yeah.
1: We're, don't kids do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> That's right. We're not role models.
0: Uh, all right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you coming well, in on short, short notice. Yeah, thanks
1: for having me, bub. We'll do it again. <laughs>
0: all right, man. Thanks. Another episode of the Combat Ops Arena has come to a conclusion. But don't be sad. Next week, we'll have a brand new episode with a brand new guest. I promise. I want to thank Turner Watson for coming in on an uh, emergency phone call, and I'm glad he picked up the phone because we had a great conversation. Turner and I go way back, just two old radio guys swapping some good old-fashioned radio stories and, of course, talking a little bit hockey as well. So it was a good time. I want to thank Turner for coming in on short notice. So that'll do it. That uh, wraps up our show this week. Next week, we will have a brand new episode of the Combat Ops Arena Comets Podcast. Thanks for listening. I've been your host, Shane Albarani.